Well, hello, hello, everyone. Thank you for tuning in to another marriage podcast from Reliance. We are Jacob and Jordan Hall. Hello. And we're really excited to be doing this with you, sharing our story and just a little bit of insights from we've been married in Mar- uh, this year, 2023, on March 18th. We will have been married for six years. Six years. Yep. That's but, so fun. But we've known each other for how long? Okay, we did the math last night. I think it was like 14 years. We we met when we were 12 and 13. Yep. It's been 14 years. Yeah, and just this the way the story goes is my family had just changed churches, and we were uh, at, at the West Campus, and I remember seeing Jordan in the front row, this 12-year-old just worshiping her heart out, and I remember thinking like, wow, that's really cool, but also really thinking but that's kind of weird. That so. was the truth. He thought I was weird. It's fine. So We got married. So like stay away from her because she's really passionate about Jesus. I, I just thought he was hot. So <laughs> there you go. I did always admire that though. Just your boldness and passion for didn't really seem to care. Thanks. I still don't. Yeah. That was really cool. And that's something that like I got to got to watch. I've gotten to watch develop all, all these years now. We started dating officially when we were 16 and 17, I asked her out like the second she turned 16 and she told me, what'd you tell me, babe? I said, not right now. She said, no. So. I wanted to ask the Lord. I was just like, okay, Lord, what's your timing? I was in love with you forever. You already knew that. Yeah, I knew that. And then she <laughs> said, no. Okay. It's so good. We've been talking about dating at you. So I'm just, it's been good to like refresh my memory of just. How the Lord, he's just so good. He's just so kind. And he, I just wanted my heart to be right. And that's that's really good. You want your heart to be pure. Yeah. And so we started off, yeah, we started off pure. We're still going strong yeah. in marriage. Amen. And so, again, I was like, what a weird girl. I just wanted to make sure it was his time. I know you like me, but, like, <laughs> why did you just tell me no? But but also the other part of me was like, wow, that's so admirable. Um, so she told me. So just date me. <laughs> what? Um, she told me not right then, but then it was just a couple minutes or couple minutes, months. a couple months and she couldn't resist me oh anymore. And the Lord gave a green light yeah. <laughs> and we started dating in October. Funny enough, our first date was October 10th. And just for those of you who like the weird wacky holidays that, cause you know how there's like a strange holiday every single day of the year. <laughs> On the American calendar, October 10th is actually National Hug-A-Drummer Day. I get to do that every October 10th. Mm-hmm. I so get to do that every day. But Funny, you know. funny, just how God is so intentional and it silly and kind, and he just knows us. So we got married in March 2017, uh-huh. and we have three kids together now, yep. a four-year-old, a two-and-a-half-year-old, and a, a brand-new one-year-old. Yeah. Who just started walking is the cutest thing ever. She's so tiny. Yeah. So, but we've got to, I mean, being together for that long now, I'm 27, she's 26, 14 years, whatever it was. We've seen a lot of life together, done, had a lot of really cool opportunities to, to do things together. Um, Wouldn't trade it for the world, raising babies now in the mix of all of that. Mm -hmm. And that just comes with. It's challenges that we have learned to see so much of God in. Yeah. Um, 
and learned how to walk in grace with each other mm. in because it's just not always been easy. Um, it hasn't always looked like, hasn't always looked like what we wanted it to look like or thought it should look like, but therein God has beautiful mysteries to uncover yeah. in grace and in patience and his ways above our own ways. Mm-hmm. So one of the things we wanted to talk about in this podcast with you who are listening today is we remember when we first got married. Engaged. W- engaged, that's right. There was a lot of talk that mm-hmm. was around us just from older folks that were kind of prepare, preparing us, prepping us for... The long haul of marriage. Yeah, and and uh, and I think their hearts were right in it and like saying it's a big deal, you know, you're getting married, it's not just mm-hmm. something to be taken lightly, but the approach was kind of like this way of saying get ready to fight more than you've ever fought Mm. get ready to um not always love your spouse like or be excited about loving your spouse Mm -hmm. because some there'll be days when you're just not um, excited about each other not excited about each other and there'll be days when you're really um upset with each other Mm -hmm. and like okay 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 that's honeymoon phase gets yeah it doesn't last forever but it was all these downers and we remember thinking like this is so silly. This is not the kind of advice that we want to be surrounded in before we get yeah. married. Um, it's just not the relationship we wanted to have in marriage, right. the marriage we wanted to have. We didn't want it to be, we didn't want to stop seeing each other right, like yeah. through God's lens and like loving each other well. Yeah. Just because we because were Because we wanted our now. way and we're married now and we yeah. see each other all the time. Yeah. And I mean, we'll be truthful with you. Like there, we've experienced those days, but mm-hmm. just from very early on, we felt like the Lord wanted us to guard our hearts against this thing of saying like, we have to accept that as normal. Yeah. Because that's not really what the culture of heaven is like. Yeah. It's really not what the kingdom of God is like. There's, there's a lot of, you know, when that's where there's opportunities to show patience. There's opportunities to show grace and to show mercy and to exchange kindness instead of harshness. So the Lord just told us early that we needed to guard our hearts in that of how we're going to treat each other when the, when the tougher days came. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Um, just feel like we, he's just taught us so much about laying down our life for each other and, we have just been talking about that even how you know to not fight against each other really means you're putting your preference aside or mm-hmm. you're um to lay yeah to lay down your life for your spouse um so i mean everyone knows this but it's so good so matthew 16 24 Jesus says, whoever wants to be my disciple must deny themselves and take up their cross and follow me. Whoever wants to save their life will lose it, but whoever loses their life for me will find it. That's just so good. I'm like, we are, especially as believers, you know, he's called us to lay down our life, pick up our cross and follow him. That doesn't change in your marriage. Like that's not just like, I'm going to pick up some, I'm going to pick up my cross and follow you, Jesus, wherever you go. Yes, do that. In your marriage, in your yeah. homes, in your yeah. with your kids, with in your workplaces, like it doesn't just—it's not just something we do and say at church, you know, or in yeah. at a church gathering with other believers, and then we leave the room and we're like, I guess I don't have to deny myself anymore. <laughs> like that's not what Jesus meant. He's probably like in the wilderness sharing this mm-hmm. to people. So anyway, um, yeah, that's just something I feel like he's really been teaching us in this as far as 
not fighting against yeah. each other and yeah. yeah i would say our marriage has only amplified yeah it, our marriage has only amplified these things mm-hmm. in each other as far as like as where it's tested us you know the lord has been gracious enough to help us rise to the occasion right the spirit of god indwells mm-hmm. us and he's our leader yeah. and our guide and so it's constant surrender and submission to him mm-hmm. first yeah and his way good. so that we can see each other yes. you know when we're talking to our teenagers um at youth about loving people and relationships what does a healthy godly loving relationship look like um really trying to break off this thing of like once you get married everything um gets easier but more like you really actually have to continue being intentional Mm. and if not more so to like let's see so just like where am i going with this marriage like every day yes because i see jordan every day it doesn't mean that like i still don't have to tell her every day that i love her Mm. right or um but it's like still choosing to so jordan for example is a big quality time person i am not always a huge quality time person Just love you so much yeah we joke because i'm her favorite person in the world and she is like <laughs> my favorite person as well but like i don't always feel like i want to hang out with my favorite person <laughs> i know I'm like, some i'll find an in the earth babe where are we mm. going I know somebody relates with me here in this podcast right now. <laughs> I love my spouse dearly more than anyone else. Um, but like Jordan is, she's just content to sit at home a lot of nights and just be like, be home. Okay. I like to get out and do stuff too. She you make does. Me sound like I'm so boring. Well, she's not boring, <laughs> but she's just content to be like, yeah, this is it. We're home tonight. And Part of that is our season. I'm just going to clarify. We do have three little. So the season of life. Yeah. Yeah. Look at this. You're hearing us being honest on the <laughs> podcast right now. What else would you want? Right? Where me, I'm more like, I would love to just do everything all the time. And so I've also learned that that's not healthy for me, mm-hmm. not just for my marriage, but for me. Yeah. I can't actually handle that. Yeah. Right? And Jordan also has learned that it's not actually healthy if she's just hogging me. Mm-hmm. Right? That's good. Um, that was something we definitely, I think I had to learn in marriage for sure. It's yeah. like giving you away yeah so good so we've just been learning on how to have grace for each other and how to enjoy each other and being intentional to to do those things it's not like you fall into grace like you fell into love Mm. you have to choose grace you have to choose to to extend grace you have you choose to show mercy right yeah you choose to act upon your compassion when i would go one step further and say like we're not going to walk in grace or mercy if we're not with Jesus. Yeah. So like the intentional conversations of, you know, this, this like relationship with Jesus overflows to how we love people. Yeah. So if we're not spending time with the Lord, we're not going to love like him. I'm not going to lay down my life for Jacob. If I'm not willing to lay down my my life to follow Jesus, (laughs) you know, if I'm not willing to sacrifice some time to spend with the Lord. Yeah. excuse me yeah um you know what i mean like yeah just this relationship with jesus it is his spirit like you were saying it's his spirit that empowers us to look like him it's not something that we have to strive for and that's so beautiful about jesus yeah i think it was i think it was pastor matt very early on told us gave us the picture of a triangle analogy and was saying jacob you're one point of the triangle this was like back when the early stages of us dating and really getting excited about falling in love with each other and 
and doing life together and having this dating relationship that would be beautiful. And he just gave us this picture that I really think helped clarify our intentions and saying, Jacob, you're one point of the triangle. Jordan's another. And Jesus is the third. Mm. Now, if you both just chase after each other and pursue each other, then you're not going to take any kind of shape. But if you both run hard and chase after Jesus, then what's going to happen is not only do you take shape, but like you two actually still grow closer together and you're growing up in him. So that's something that we've been mindful about too a lot as we have been dating and married You know, another thing I think about, too, is when you marry someone and you invite them into your heart, like to be in covenant union with you, you let them in. Like whether like you're past the um, so much trying to impress like Mm -hmm. phase, uh, trying to impress somebody to to for them to like you. But like at this point, it's this holy and beautiful commitment to each other where they love you for you. And like that's what we're locked into and you let them in the darkest places of your heart even and they can help this is the beautiful thing about marriage is your spouse can help shine the light of Jesus mm-hmm. on those dark places in your heart yeah but that's essential like that's a vulnerable thing and it's not it's not always comfortable mm-hmm. to just even it's just the it's what happens in confession like look i'm struggling with this this has been going on yeah i need to tell you or just ask Quick apologies. Yeah. You know, like, I'm yeah. struggling with this and I'm sorry I came at you like that. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. You know, letting your spouse in with the light of Jesus to, um, to shine and expose the darkness because mm-hmm. darkness can't overcome light. It never can. Yeah. But light can overcome darkness every single time. Yeah. So that's just one of the beautiful things too, that we've learned about being married is the beautiful teamwork of it. The covenant, like God has just amplified, again, there's that word amplified so much of his word. Mm -hmm. It's become a reality as we're actually having to, I mean, we got to cling to it and stand on what it says if we're going to stay married and if we're going to stay married in a way that honors each other and honors God, because we don't want to just be married to be married. Like I am so excited about what our relationship will look like 20 years from now. Yeah. I see all these older, older, wonderful folks at Reliance who have been married for decades. And I just see the way that they really do enjoy how they have learned to enjoy Each other. their spouse yeah. and, and how they really actually too love serving their spouse even still. Yeah. And that is the kind of thing that gets me excited about yeah. having someone like Jordan, having a spouse that's what I want for my kids someday. It's what mm-hmm. I want for our teenagers someday. That their marriages would be these incredible, beautiful examples of what it's like to grow with someone. Because obviously, there's that picture of Christ in the church. I know I'm talking a lot, babe. I'll let you jump in in just You're a second. Great. You just come. Um, You're doing great. But it really is. Our marriages are supposed to be like a testimony of Jesus yeah. in the way that we grow together in Him. Mm-hmm. So, anyways. No, that's really good, babe. Um, I was just thinking about gifts. I know we kind of, you mentioned that, like serving each other, the way we serve each other. Uh-huh. Um, but First Peter 4.10 says, Each of you should use whatever gift you've received to serve others as faithful stewards of God's grace in its various forms. Um, yeah, we're in, we're in a covenant to serve Jesus, like mm-hmm. to reflect Christ in the church, like what you're saying. Like that mm-hmm. is what marriage is all about is reflecting him the bride Mm -hmm. of christ the bridegroom 
and to serve each other, to serve one another in love, using our giftings, using our callings, not to be over each other or try to be on top of each other as far as like, I'm going to get my way. Yeah. This is my gifting. This is what I'm called to, you know, it's more important than you. Yeah. But like serving each other and valuing each other is higher than yourself. Yeah. I mean, Paul talks about that a lot in Philippians and all throughout the New Testament, preferring each other. Someone was telling me that the other day. Like, I think it was the King James version says that somewhere, like prefer one another. Mm -hmm. And she was just saying how she's learned that in marriage. It was so beautiful. Yeah. One of the older wiser. Yeah. I mean, and then what does it say in Ephesians 5? Probably been hearing this scripture in these podcasts too, but husbands, the the way you love your, like no one, how does it go? Can you pull that up mm-hmm. quick? I'm going to try to paraphrase this and then we'll get it for sure locked in when she's got it pulled up. But like a husband who loves his wife is like, it's loving himself. Mm-hmm. Like who doesn't take care of his wife is like neglecting himself. Yeah. Uh, and it, it's a two way street for wives and husbands. I think we got it here. It says husbands love your wives just as Christ loved the church. Um, and he gave himself up for her to make her holy cleansing uh, washing her through the wa- washing with water through the word, mm-hmm. present her to himself as a radiant with a radiant church without stain or wrinkle or any blemish, but holy and blameless. Um, in the same way, husbands ought to love their wives as their own bodies. This is what I'm saying. Yeah, yeah. He who loves his wife loves himself, mm-hmm. and I really do think that's a two way street mm-hmm. for guys and girls. Like, if you're neglecting your marriage, if you're neglecting your spouse then there's a part that you are neglecting of yourself because the two have become one, as the Bible says. Mm -hmm. Um, And so it's just, it's there's so much that God will bring out of us and and build up in us when we will choose to honor him and each other in our marriages. Mm -hmm. That's really good. So then just to kind of go all the way back to the beginning when the folks were saying, like, be ready to fight, be ready to, you know, not enjoy each other some days. One, I would just encourage nobody ever to give that kind of like <laughs> warning to it. Obviously, it didn't mess it mess us up because the Lord is greater than his words to us were greater than others words. But and I know their hearts were like trying to be honest with us and get us ready for the lifelong commitment we were making. But. But rather, what if it was like, you know, be ready to champion your spouse mm. always, even when you don't yeah. feel like you agree, even when you are are upset with them yeah. or, but what if like, just be ready for championing rather than yeah. be ready to hunker down. <laughs> That's good. You're in it. Mm-hmm. Um, this verse is it's just so good. It's kind of more to the wives, but I think it's a lot of power of fighting and championing each other, but um, it's Proverbs twelve four. It says, "An excellent wife is the crown of her husband, but she who shames him is as rottenness in his bones." Mm. And I'm just like, man, that is so good because I think it's easy. I mean, it can be easy. It's tempting to point out the flaws, yeah, and to get caught up on things that we don't see done or things that we, you know, want to see happen mm-hmm. in our in our relationship and our marriage, rather than seeing the gold and calling out. And championing, champion, championing. <laughs> How do you say that? To champion each other, um, but to call the gold out and to be like Jesus, I need to see your eyes to see Jacob right. Yeah. Um, 
I mean, that happened, I feel like that happened not like probably a week ago yeah. where I was just frustrated and had to just go to the Lord, like go to the Lord when you're frustrated. Don't yeah. just like hark on your spouse. It's not cool. Yeah. Go get right eyes because if you're just going to bash each other, you're not in the right heart. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, go get a right heart and a clear mind to see clear like Jesus so you can love clear because yeah, most of the really time you're thing. caught up in feeling an emotion and it doesn't actually matter. Mm. Like this will not matter in a couple years. This will not matter. Like if it is something that matters, like, okay, but still, especially go to God first, especially go to God. <laughs> so that's something he's just been so quick to be like, babe, like the Holy spirit. This is the Holy spirit speaking to my heart. Just saying, Jordan, come on, like come to me. Yeah. And I'll just be like, Lord, I know I'm not right. And I need like your eyes to see him clear. Yeah. Even if I'm right about something, like whether it's an issue or something, yeah. you know, that's come up and we're disagreeing. Yeah. But to be like, Lord, give me your eyes to see Jacob clear. Give me your eyes to see what we need to do, you know? Yeah. And I really do feel like, you know, this is something that has taken root in Jordan's heart for sure. You know, she stays home with our babies, which we're so fortunate enough that she can do that. Yeah. But that means that she can't always do the things that I get to do, Mm -hmm. whether it's youth group stuff, whether it's music stuff, whether it's just ministry stuff in general, whether it's a trip, Mm -hmm. you know, she can't always come because she's being such an awesome mom to Mm -hmm. our kids. Right. And rather than making me feel guilty about, you know, the things that I miss or can't be involved with, Jordan has always been kind and gracious to like, I mean, she tells me when it bothers her for sure. <laughs> and I mean, honestly, I would kind of expect that. And I'm, as I'm, I'm trying to be a good husband, I'm trying to watch. Like, I'm obviously not trying to take out more withdrawals than I have deposited. Um, but just that thing of how she's chosen to, you know, because I know there will be seasons where this will be flipped. We've experienced times like this in the past where, I felt like Jordan just got all these really cool opportunities. And I honestly felt like the one neglected, not only by her, but like I had this pride in me that was like, well, Jordan's getting asked to do this. Jordan got invited to do this. I didn't, this is like this. I'm really pouty right now. (laughs) And, you know, we've had the back and forth of that. Yeah. And it's just been so we're learning, like we could bite and devour each other all day about that stuff Mm -hmm. if we really wanted to. But then what are we going to do? We're going to destroy each other. Yeah. And so when she's saying, go to God, get with God, if there's something, if there's a matter that is really offending your heart and your mind, go to God so you can get your eyes cleared out, your heart cleared out, and then go to your spouse and, and, uh, and work it out and invite the Lord, obviously into that meeting with your spouse. Hey, this has been bothering me. Hey, I feel like you're not here. Hey, like, yeah. You know, but then you can at least come to that person with kindness in your heart rather than coming to accuse. Mm-hmm. But you can actually say there's, some, you know, there's just some things I want to tell you that mm-hmm. I've been given to the Lord and I don't want my heart to be offended at you mm-hmm. anymore. Right. I mean, the Bible talks about we know that we've passed from death to life. Yeah. When this is taken root in our heart. Mm-hmm. when we're free from being offended, mm-hmm. you know? And then I just want to say this one thing, and I don't know how much time we have left to, so maybe we can, well, I don't know. We'll see what happens. <laughs> um, if I put like everything, all my stock in Jordan and wanting her to fulfill every part of my heart, my longings and my desires and things like that, 
then it's wrongly placed. Yeah. Because, and so the second she lets me down, then I feel like I've got a right to be upset with her. Mm. Rather, had I put all that stuff in Jesus, yeah, all my desire, all the things that like I really crave that maybe I don't realize that I crave, yeah, he's never going to let me That's down. That's so good. And so it kind of, there is a guard, a holy guard of me just walking in offense against my wife of where I feel like she's not hitting the mark or mm-hmm. where she feels like I'm not hitting the mark of what she expects. Yeah. Kind of just like being identified by him. Yeah. I mean, really is what you're like being um, Colossians too. I love this cause it's so good. Um, I'm going to find it. Colossians two. Uh, we're going to start at verse six. So then, so then just as you received Christ Jesus as Lord, continue to live your lives in him, rooted and built up in him, strengthened in the faith as you were taught and overflowing with thankfulness for in Christ, all the fullness of the deity lives in bodily form. And in Christ, you've been brought to fullness. Another translation says, um, in Christ, you've been complete. You've been made complete. And I'm just, this, oh, it's so good. It's so powerful because like what you're saying is if you're trying, if we're trying to find our satisfaction, our completion mm-hmm. in each other, we're going to miss it every time. Yeah. Um, and that's not saying that we don't bring joy to each other or, you know, right. fulfill something like we love yeah. that we have. We have know, a faithful we partner. Somebody, we're loyal yeah. to each other. We have somebody. But... Only in Jesus are we made complete and found in him. So Yeah, totally. So just kind of in light of everything, maybe you feel like we've gone up and down on this, but like we would just kind of want to leave you with a challenge here Mm -hmm. as you've listened to this is, well, one, maybe go give your spouse a big old fat slappy wet kiss and just be like, I love you, baby, no matter what. That's what we're going to do as soon oh as the podcast gosh. is over. Go away. Um, but the challenge, <laughs> the challenge is, you know, rather than thinking of how you can prove yourself right mm-hmm. against your spouse, how can you champion your spouse? Yeah. Right. And be ready to fight that battle rather than yeah, fight, fight for to, them. Yeah. Rather than fight to defend yourself in your own way of thinking. Mm. But, ready to yeah go after G- show them Jesus yeah and and maybe like you need to let your spouse in and let them bring the light of Christ into your heart there's some dark places in your heart and in your mind right now that you're that God is equipped your spouse by his holy spirit to shine light on mm-hmm. and so yeah i guess it's it's kind of the classic message of fighting for each other rather than against each other yeah but truly, like... Laying down your life for each other. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. So, do you want to pray? Jordan, you want to pray and then mm-hmm. I'll pray? And then mm-hmm. we'll call it a day? Yeah. Yeah, Jesus, I just thank you for every marriage. Um, God, I just thank you that you honor marriage and you're so for us to know you. You're so for us to look like you and to reflect your glory because that's how you made us. You made us in your image to reflect your image, God. Um you know, you said, fill the earth and subdue it. But I do believe that means fill the earth with my glory, with mm. my image. And so, yeah. Jesus, we thank you that marriage is such a beautiful representation of Christ in the church. It's a beautiful picture of you and of what heaven's going to look like, God, in the way that we love each other. And the way, you know, you said, Jesus, no greater love than this as yeah. someone that they yeah. would lay down their life for their friend. Yeah. And they would lay down their life for you. 
And so, Lord, I thank you that you would equip your bride as in, as married couples, Jesus, to lay down their life for each other, yeah. that we would be a new breed of people that look like you, Jesus, yeah. in our Amen. marriages. And so yeah. we just bless them, bless them with unity, God. We bless yeah. them with times with you together. Um, I just thank you that, yeah, you're so faithful to us and to teach us, Holy Spirit. So we welcome you to mm-hmm. teach us. Yeah. Lord, we pray that these marriages would be testimonies of you, Jesus, that when mm-hmm. other folks see these marriages, they would they would see the evidence of God's love. They would see yeah. the evidence of Jesus, mm-hmm. see the evidence of his kindness. Mm-hmm. Um, Lord, we do ask just for a refreshing in folks' minds and in their hearts and their eyes of the way that they look at their spouse, the way they see their spouse. Yeah. Lord, I ask just too for a fresh love. Like they would begin to see them with new eyes that are really just they adore their wife again. They adore mm-hmm. their husband again. They're mm-hmm. curious. They have mm-hmm. wonder about their spouse again. And uh, and there's a pursuit then that would be inspired to, mm-hmm. to really know that person and to champion that person and to not like try to mold them into our own version of how we would like them to be, yeah. but to champion them, Jesus. And so, Lord, yeah, would you do it? You bring fresh eyes to spouses, um, fresh hearts, in marriages and we just bless these listeners if they've made it this far <laughs> yeah that 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 this would become a reality in their life lord i ask that you would give them a hunger for your word that that it would be written on their hearts because mm-hmm. when it's written on our hearts that's when it becomes a reality that's when it just comes up out of us and how we live our day-to-day and our conversations so yeah we just bless them in jesus name amen, amen. thank you guys for listening have a great day